nine for us by us black music edition welcome back welcome back welcome back and if you are new here welcome welcome to never judge a brook by its cover i'm your host brooke and again i'm so happy to be here so grateful to be here who y'all it's been actually it hasn't been a minute i'm coming back stronger and harder so i'm so grateful that you have decided to tune in Okay, so some quick life updates. I really have just been enjoying life. Like, if I can go into detail about what I've been doing, I would. But, y'all, i just been enjoying life. Like, uh, I've been going to, like, concerts. I've been going out more. I think it's the weather. Like, the weather has definitely changed, like, my mood and perspective. I don't know. It's something about the sun. When that sun comes out, y'all, I just be feeling good. So, <laughs> Um, that is like my quick life update. I just celebrated one year of working at my current position, which I'm grateful for. So I'm just happy and I've just been really, truly enjoying and fulfilling my life. So I'm grateful for that. What future say? Life is good. What future and Drake? Life is good. (laughs) It really is though. Like, I don't know. So... All right, so before we get into this episode, it's going to be definitely a quick one. Um, I want to talk about self-care and selfie care as always. We're entering in the selfie care portion of the podcast. Um, I am so grateful to say that I have been doing some self-care. I've been getting my nails done. Um, I went to a gospel concert recently, and that was like a more soul care, like just to cleanse my soul and to make me feel good. A lot of people know that follow me on social media, know that I like watch church every Sunday. Um, I'm really into my word. And so to go to the gospel concert and watch not only Kirk Franklin, but Maverick City Music, um, I was just so grateful for the opportunity to be there and to be there and be surrounded by people who also love God. Like y'all hear about sold out shows with like rap artists, but like these people sold out a whole arena. Like it was and you don't even know that people still love God the way they do. So it was just like, wow. And it made up of everyone, like everybody, like it made up of every race, every demographic, every, like it was just everybody in one room just celebrating God. And so I really, really appreciated that concert. They're, they're going to be on tour, I think a couple more days. Um, so get y'all tickets. Like I know they've already been to Charlotte and Raleigh. I went to the one in DC, of course, but it was just such a great concert, not a dry eye, just a great experience um, to be surrounded by love, to be surrounded by light, and just to be surrounded by God's word. It was, y'all, really, really good. Really, really good. So that's really my selfie care. I am in a wedding in the upcoming weeks. Uh, hashtag love Jones. Um, and I'm so grateful for my friends to be getting married and to celebrate their union. So I'll be taking a lot of selfie care stuff like getting my nails done, my hair done. That's more so like maintenance for the wedding, but I will be taking the time. I'm taking some time off work as well for the wedding. So uh, I'm super grateful for that. And so like, that's gonna be the upcoming selfie care. Um, I really just been, like I said, chilling, enjoying life and enjoying this summer. I hope that everyone is having a, it's a great start to the summer so far. All right, y'all, we're going into real life politics. Real life politics, real life politics. This segment is for all the political baddies that want to know what's going on but don't feel like turning it on CNN and watching it themselves. I'm here to help you. Uh, I'm here to keep it real with you and I'm here to let you know. So, welcome to real life politics. Uh, real life politics today, we are talking about something that you don't have to turn your TV on for because it is affecting your checkbooks. We are talking about inflation, people. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Inflation has gone crazy. And if you don't know what that is, I'll read you the definition. But you'll understand once you hear it. So inflation is, in economics, a general increase in the prices of goods and services in an economy. And when the general price levels rise, each unit of currency buys fewer goods child let's get into inflation so that means the price of gas has gone up a lot of people know about that the price of food has gone up the price of goods have gone up um and one thing i'm gonna tell you how i know is avocados 
So this is just a general example, but I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. I love me some avocados. And the bag that I used to get used to be $3.89 from Trader Joe's. $3 for a bag of mini avocados. It's like five or six in the bag. I have not had avocados in my house for about two months because I refuse to spend $6 for the same $3 avocados that I was just buying. Like, I'm just not going to do it. So that's inflation, basically. <laughs> like, if you go, when you go to go, like, you're not getting a raise, but everything is going up. So that means, like, and in D.C., the prices of everything is higher than anywhere else. So, or any southern state. So it's just like, it's a lot. It's a lot. So if you're looking at your prices of milk, if your grocery bills are looking a little bit harder and a little bit higher, it's due to inflation. Um, yeah, so let's get these politicians out of there. No, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, inflation rates have gotten higher um and it also can can cause a recession and i know i don't want to get into many details about the recession and like what this looks like but a recession is horrible we do not need that for economy the economy right now we don't need that hit um so just be mindful of your spending and but it's just basic necessity so i'm, I'm pretty sure you really can't do much but you know who can't do much these policymakers. And so, and these legislators. So definitely, definitely express your concerns, not only to on your social media, but in the polls. When you're voting for people and you're trying to figure that out, make sure you know what you're talking about and who you're voting for. Because at this point, it's just, it's really getting ridiculous, y'all. So that is my real life politics segment. Okay, let's get into the episode. I know you guys been wanting to hear it. So June was Black Music Month, along with Pride. Last year, I hope you guys have listened to already, but it's called I Am An Ally, and it was based off of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and we basically just sat down and talked and just shared ideas and thoughts with African-American people of that community. And so, or black people of that community, let me be more specific. And so I was really grateful to have that conversation. And then this month for June, it's Black Music Month. So please go back and listen to last year's June episode of I Am An Ally. It was a great episode. We talked so much about just rights and the equal rights of that community. But this particular episode is about black music because June is also black music month. There were some things going around social media about black music and the importance of black music and black mu what black music does and how it impacts so many and how it affects so many. Um, and so we did record this before all of these drops. Now we got Drake recently dropped some music. Beyonce has recently dropped a song. So this was recorded before that, but I will say I was able to sit down with people who I believe are really, really, really good people, like have a good uh, listening ear. And so I've been, I went to school with the girl, the two girls, Lily and Brianna. Brianna sings, which we talk about in the podcast. She has a very good singing voice. She was also my pageant sister, but she just loves old school music. A lot of the songs that she covers are like Anita Baker. Um, I love her Anita Baker cover, but she just sings and does a lot of covers. She's won a lot of singing competitions. So I decided to put her on the show because come on, period. Um, Lily, I remember back in college, she used to do these playlists that I still have on my phone today. But back in undergrad, she would do playlists and like have cool names with them. And each playlist would mean something different to her. And she shared them to not only our school, but like to the world. She shared them in social media. And so I love Lily for that. And she's always had like really good like music taste. Like every time I would post my little Apple Music story about how many times I listen to a song or like when they do that year recap, Lily would have twice as many. So I'm like, yeah, no, she's great. Will is somebody that I joke on all the time. He's really close to one of my friends, Monte. And he used to make playlists that I used to joke on him about, but they were pretty good. Don't tell him I told you that. And so um, he's just someone that has really good music taste and understands music. And he also grew up on Christian music and things like that, which we talk about in the episode. And then Chris is someone I recently met in graduate school. And Chris is always posting like vinyls, but like quality vinyls, like 
old school music. Like, he just has a good music ear. I'm really, really close with his sister, who I know for a fact is, like, I love her playlist every time I get in her car. So, I really hope you guys enjoy this quality conversation that we talk about black music and the impact of black music and how it not only impacted and affects each of our lives, but how it impacts the world around us. So, like I always say, this is your time to get your coffee, your wine, or whatever you're going to do to get to settle down and get your listening ears on. But I'm so grateful that you have decided to tune in to Never Judge a Brook pod. And I hope you enjoy this conversation. So if everyone could introduce themselves and just tell us where you're from. And anybody can start. I should have said that. I'll start. Um, my name is Elisa, but you can call me Lily, <laughs> And I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, my name is Brianna, but I go by Brianna K, and I'm from Durham, North Carolina. My name is William. Um, some people call me Will, um, and I'm from Raleigh. And uh, I'm Chris uh, from Pressures County, Maryland. The first question is, what has Black music done for you? I mean, I can I can start first. Like, I was thinking about, like, when you invited, you know, me onto this podcast, I was just thinking about, you know, why, why me, all this stuff, but like music in general, but also black music very specifically, like takes me back to certain places. I think about all my favorite albums that I listen to, like I can go to the specific place that I was at when I, whether it was the time I first heard it, the first time it hit me or whatever the case was, like take care, I can go directly to my freshman dorm or, um, you know, college dropout Kanye West, I can go to the car the first time I heard it and my parents were like we're taking this back because what is he he's talking crazy on this album so <laughs> it's it's like it means everything to answer your question that's good what, what about uh, you uh just to piggyback off of Chris yeah I can I can imagine every place that I've been where I've heard like when the new Kendrick album just dropped I know exactly where I was with my, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy I know I was in high school. I was in I was in middle class, not paying attention, listening to the whole album. <laughs> so that's just the type. It just relates to to where I was in life and everything I've been through. For me, it really just like I don't know. I think of black music as like a form of communication. Like we communicate a lot of what we go through, challenges, or less like life in general through our music. And it's how we communicate with each other. And it, it's also like a trendsetter. It's not like, it is a trendsetter. Like we set trends through our music and we tell our story through our music. So it's really, I just think of it as storytelling and as a book for real. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it allows people to become or to come into a community because it's like, it's bringing so many different types of people into one space. And it's like, we all enjoy this for the same root cause. Like it's, it's fire. So it's like, I think, and that's what black people do, or at least how we're supposed to live in general. Like we're supposed to be in community and pull each other together. So I feel like our music is just another way of us doing that, but not necessarily in close range. Mm -hmm. I agree with all of y'all. I feel like, it basically to me was a safe space. Like I just feel like every time I was going through something or anything, like I would just play an album and I'd be fine. So like, I don't know, it's just always a safe space for me and like black music specifically. And I always used to listen to it. So what music, I know some of y'all like mentioned some artists already, but what music did you uh, grow up on? And like, yeah, like what was your, what was y'all music y'all was listening to? I'll go first because this is funny. Okay, so so you start off in church, of course. It was definitely gospel. And then, like, you start paying attention to TV. And so then I was in, like, Disney and, like, on, like, Cheetah Girls mm. and on High School Musical <laughs> and all that stuff. And then I started watching one of the Park. So I got hit to, like, R&B. And then for some reason, I took a turn and went to country. So it's just been a, a good mix of, like, everything. But I would say predominantly, it's definitely like R&B and soul, for real. Yeah. Brie also sings. Um, yeah, I do. Just a tad bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, vocals. <laughs> um, for me, definitely gospel. 
but my childhood kind of got split so it was like I would spend time with my mother some well most of the time and then I would go to my dad's on like the weekends and his music tastes totally different than my mom my mom gospel and you might it's not even like a ton of R&B artists Mary J Blige Mm -hmm. Sunshine Anderson like there's select people she was real clean with her music my father no we're listening to everything so it's like we could go from E40 to Jimi Hendrix all in the same moment um so that's the reason I am the way I am now with my music taste like it's all over the place right I too went through a country phase though had yellow cowgirl boots and everything so I can't judge you like I don't even know where that came from for real (laughs) I was in third grade. I remember it vividly. Like, <laughs> I just knew I was going to be a country singer. I said, nope, never mind. Let me change this route. It's not too late. Never, look, it's never too late. <laughs> I need the country, Rex. I, okay. I, I, I don't even know. Um, for me, it was like, there was music in my house, but it wasn't like, I wouldn't say it was that important. Like, I think about what my parents were listening to like Frankie Beverly Mays or gospel, like y'all said, it was a lot of Kirk Franklin. Um, and then uh, just obviously being from the D.C. area, my parents were born and raised in D.C. It was a ton of go-go, a ton of Chuck Brown and like um, Rare Essence and all those type of bands. But it wasn't as big to them as it is to me, I feel like. Yeah. What about you, Will? Um, you know, obviously, you know, my parents are ministers, so gospel music is was heavy growing up so we had Kirk Franklin, Fred Hammond, uh, Donald Lawrence but you know as we as I got older and we started off going off to school definitely venturing into the hip-hop era but I, I love old music like Frankie Beverly Mays, um, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, Luther Vandross anything like that I will listen to on the daily and then I also had a country phase for so I don't know if that was a spirit or whatever but it, it hit me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh we and also we're all well not all of us but us four are from the south so it's like the country phase is not that's something that's not yeah not unique but um, <laughs> my mom was like a little bit older than like a lot of moms during the age range that I was growing up in so we listened to a lot of old music so we did mm-hmm. like Sam Cooke we did Ray Charles we did um she's from DC so go go of course that was like people was waking up the gospel we waking up the drums. Uh, so, <laughs> so we did gospel. And then and then we also had gospel as well. So like Kirk Franklin, Fred Hammond, BBCC Winans, and mm-hmm. it was just a vibe. But like that's what we grew up on. And then I would always like take these trips with my aunt all the time. And when I would do that, we would listen to a lot of NDRE. So that, it kind of like yes, NDRE back in the day was like love her life. Okay. Oh my god, Like still to this day, <laughs> if I play NDRE, I feel like I could feel like my yeah. inner child. And so that used to be like very soulful. That's when I was just like, I'm about to be an R&B queen. And I thought <laughs> I could sing, and I couldn't sing, but I thought I could. So I was just singing the R&B, and I mean singing the NDRE and Alicia Keys and all that. So yeah. I agree. I did not have a country phase. I had like a a white phase, but it wasn't a country. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. But um so I think some of y'all touched on this, but do you remember like what your first album was and like I don't like know. album that we bought or like the first yeah, one you like, can remember listening to? No, no, no. Album that you bought, like your first CD that you bought with your own money. That's mm. for some reason that's like a <laughs> This is embarrassing because why was it Justin Bieber, My World 2.0? Wow. That's fire, though. Wow, that was that was a tough album. I wouldn't it have was. <laughs> That's that one I can remember, but actually recalling, it would have to be the Chris Brown exclusive album, actually. It was it's Chris Brown exclusive, not Justin Bieber, my bad. That, that's okay. a good makeup right there, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's a great album, top to bottom. Yeah. I think I actually um, probably stole it, but no, even better. You created a memory. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I think the first album I bought with my own money that I can remember. Like I had other CDs, but I'm like, did I buy that? Channel Orange, Frank Ocean. I was in Florida. Oh. Yeah, I'll never forget that. I was 
that. Excuse me. I was just talking about this the other day. I'm like, I really bought that CD and I have no idea where it's at. I'm so sick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, no, that's a girl. It is. That's, Thank yeah. you. That's, that's good quality. <laughs> Um, I think the one I was gonna say the one I bought, which this is a lot, was Alicia Keys A minor, but I ain't had no money by then. So right. that's, not, that's not true. My mama had to buy that for me. But the one do that I do remember like going in the Best Buy and buying with my own money was uh Voluminati J. Cole. Mm. And I was obsessed with him. My password was his name. Like I just I really oh, God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was so obsessed with him. Like, I was just like, I love this man. And, you know, he, back then, I mean, like, now his his music hits, but, like, back then, it used to hit, like, mm-hmm. all the time. So, that was my first one. I didn't buy it. Like, I don't remember what I bought, but the only, like, real memory of a CD was, like I said, College Dropout, Kanye West. Yeah. Um, my parents, they were like, we'll get you a CD, but we're gonna listen to it together and the first song he's talking about drug dealing just to get by my dad was like nope we're we're going (laughs) back to walmart this is going back you're not listening to this garbage not Um, taking it back to walmart find a way to listen to stuff on our own and i don't know just like looking at the kanye documentary especially the like the first couple episodes the last episode is kind of sad looking back on it but the first couple episodes it was like it took me back to a real time. Like I really thought this is my guy. It was my favorite rapper at the time. Yeah. Um, the first one that I, that I bought was actually graduation. Um, cause I'm a, I'm a huge Kanye fan. Um, yeah. so cause back in, I don't know why I still don't know why back in middle school people used to call me Kanye cause I would play so much Kanye and stuff. And they, said, <laughs> they said I look like him low key. I said whatever, but, um, but that, that was my dude. That's my dude. Whatever it said to me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, that's my dude. Till to the end, Kanye is my dude. Um, yeah. But that's that was the first because that, that really stood out a lot. Just that that album from front front to back was just beautiful to me. Yeah. Do y'all remember like CDs where you got to like slide the little paper out and you get to look at the lyrics and it'd be a poster? Yes. Like, oh my gosh. I missed that like what? time. I used to love that was the first thing I did before I even listened mm-hmm. to was like look through the look through the little book. Look through the little booklet. They don't do that no more. But we I guess that. like with vinyls. Yeah, like, it's coming back. Yeah, the vinyls have like the pictures. I mean, but you can't put them out nowhere. Um yeah, <laughs> but speaking of Kanye, my cousin, this is a vivid memory. My cousin like locked me and my older cousin locked me and my brother in a car to learn the words of heartless and that is i love kanye now but like i know every last where i can rap it eat to this day it's like i listen that today okay (laughs) today like two hours ago i was listening to it for real he was like you're not getting out like he would drive like he drove us around and we kept hearing the same song until we both knew it and my brother why heartless i don't know Maybe he was going through something. <laughs> my brother doesn't even listen to rap music like that. And that's one of the songs that he knows. Like he will he can rap it. And it's just crazy. Um, but okay. We touched on this too, but like has music evolved in your life? So I feel like a lot of us said a little bit about this, but if anybody wants to, you know, express a little bit more, just how music has evolved. Well, for me, it's evolved 110%. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So childhood, you know, listening to the gospel, like we said, R&B, hip hop, some of everything. Then I got into the country phase and it was like, I wasn't really listening to anything but country and pop. I was brainwashed, you know, I wasn't who I knew I was. <laughs> um, so then from there... I got into Odd Future not too long after mm-hmm. my pop phase. And that was like that type of rap took me somewhere. I don't know where, but it's like it changed music for me. So I started finding more underground artists, at least what I would consider underground because I was in like middle school when they came out. So they weren't like on the radio. Right. Like Tyler Creator was not the same Tyler the Creator he was <laughs> back in the day. But, um, he was eating roaches back in the day. <laughs> yeah. 
hate the music video. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> and underground artist Joey Badass, if I can say that. Um, just I don't know what the profanity level is. Um, yeah, okay. Who else? There and then I would say I listened to underground artists and R and B for a while. Then I kind of got into. I don't consider trap music trap music that most people consider it now because like trap music to me is ti and like easy but now it's like the beats that are trapped from what my understanding but i started listening to like chief keys moody like it went into that era now it's mostly neo soul like jazz instrumentals like <laughs> it's just been all over the place but it's like it's such a melting pot sorry that was a winded answer <laughs> oh, yeah i feel that how has music evolved with y'all? Or um, I, th- I just think like if you look at every genre from ten years ago until today, everything has changed. Like mm-hmm. from R and B ten years ago, what was twenty twelve R and B is like what Chris Brown, Usher. Mm-hmm. Now we have Brent Fayez, we have Giveon, we have those are two different two different categories. In my opinion, Chris Brown and Usher are washing Brent Fayez and Giveon out the water easily. Right. And the same thing with rap and trap. Like my trap music is Jeezy straight up i'm not i'm not blasting uh who's who's the kid in who's the kid in jail or ynw melly or whoever is is, oh. he, is that his name yeah i'm not blasting I'm not even get started yeah i'm not ever playing him in, no but gz is trap music to me future is a good time you know what i'm saying because he's been in the game unless it's deeper than the ocean future that's that's good trap music but like other than that everything's just changed completely um, it's just I wouldn't even give them the same definitions today as it would be 10 years ago yeah yeah music music has definitely changed and I don't know if it's for like the better or like the worst I don't know because like what is what did Beyonce say she was like look I gotta quote her she was like that people don't put out <laughs> projects no more like they only put out like singles and I feel like a lot of they people, don't yeah they don't like or it's not a thought out project like you know sometimes it mm-hmm. could be good top to bottom album like storytelling type album yeah that's because people are saying the world now is hip to trend so they're putting out things that are trendy that are not meaningful i feel like it's i feel like it's because we're like not necessarily us on this call but like it's a playlist era it's like pick a couple songs from one album another song this album you put them on a good playlist instead of like i said a cohesive right project our all of our intentions fans are like we're losing seconds like yeah. Uh, yeah. people don't have like, like that that type of attention to to stay hooked to an album that's it's true. like they're they're more they're more hungry for the singles rather than the actual mm-hmm. entire project yeah yeah i and mean drake has that- said that flat out like he's not he's putting together like 30 song albums and you can like his caribbean you can like his british rap you can yeah you know, so. <laughs> I love that. to piggyback off what you said about us being playlist people that's a fact and I feel like you know if we go back to music past the last 10 years like 30 40 years they didn't have phones to play their music on they only had record players or CD players and stuff so they had no choice but to drop something that's gonna make you want to listen from head to toe Mm -hmm. because if not it's like oh what did I buy this for so I think it's crazy to also see how the technology behind music has evolved as well Mm -hmm. yeah definitely agree that's true um, I feel like my music taste has evolved just through like a lot of different eras I feel like I've been through but I also think like I have these like phases where I get obsessed with an artist and then I'm <laughs> like I'm like I'm listening to only like for me it was like Janae Aiku, J. Cole, yes. Shin. like it was just all these but it was just I'm obsessed with them now and like I'm literally only listening to them and I think I've gotten out of that era but like now I listen to it a lot more which back back as a child and even like in college I never really listened to gospel unless it was like a Sunday morning or something and I'm hungover and I'm trying to stand up but uh, okay trying to get my life together and cleaning up the dorm room but like now I feel like I listen to it a little bit more at least Christian music and um stuff like that but like even I've seen a lot of people like even with this uh Maverick City concert I've seen so many people like that I did not think and I think it's because of Kirk Franklin, but didn't think like listen to gospel music or 
or church music or whatever, however you say it, Christian music. And like, they've been going to the concert and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's it's like that. So I feel like my music has evolved and now I just listen to playlists and just little pieces and stuff. But um, it's more so R&B because I'm just, a, it's a chill vibe. I'm not, it's really no trap. Like I hate, I can't be on the ox if, if that's like the vibe. <laughs> like before we get ready, we're listening to Janae, I'm sorry. Like I don't know. Week. So yeah, not y'all shaking y'all's head. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. That's what? a that's a night in with candles lit in the movie or something. What? I'm I'm trying to go give me some to, like give her some roses type range. stuff. No, what? A, she does have for range. Me. What? I understand the range, but I'm not not before I go out. I'm not listening to name. It depends <laughs> on where you're going. Unless it's a feature. It does depend on where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> we going to, go to a jazz lounge. Yeah, I'll listen to it. That's how to play. Right. I don't know. I feel like I'm the total opposite. I feel like I'm probably stuck in like 10, 12 years ago and I will listen to like albums straight through. And I think that's probably because I'm a singer too. So I like, like to pay attention to that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my taste in music is the same, but now I'm listening with a different ear with trying to like better my own artistry and like musicianship. So I would say I put like, most of the time I'm listening to like R&B from like my dad's era to mine. And then I may listen to jazz like at night to calm like calm myself in general. And I still listen to like a good amount of gospel, but primarily it's straight up R&B. I do not listen to rap. It's very like, I know the songs, but like, I only know them because there's people playing it all the time. So I'm just learning it. Like I yeah. learned it by association, but it is rare that you will ever catch me listening to like any rap, like Roddy Rich. I don't even know if he's considered a rap artist, but like, that's like, <laughs> that's like mainly the only rapper that, that, that's full album on my phone. That's the album is good though. It Roddy is. Rich. Yes. Yes. Which album? The one that just dropped? No, I don't know about no, that. No, the one before that. The, the one, one before that. Oh, okay. okay. The one okay, before okay. that. Wait, with the Man. white cover? The yes. white cover? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. With the okay. black on? That was yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I would say this yeah. last one was, was mediocre, but okay. He just dropped something? I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, it's a couple, couple months ago. Yeah. It's, it's all right. You can listen. Yeah. I mean, it's about six out of ten. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. be the, the first one. Mm-mm. It's it, not. It's like, not touching it. Yeah. The first one was tough. It's tough, like, for artists. I feel like you spend your whole life waiting for that first album moment. And, like, it like it's all your life coming into that first album. Mm-hmm. Everything else is, like, you rich now. You, you, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, you got no... <laughs> your only experience is something I, I can't relate to. I don't know about y'all, but I, I can't relate to some of the, some of the stuff. Yeah. Right. And maybe making stuff up sometimes, especially rappers. Lying like. straight through the Yeah. <laughs> you not get it out the mud, child. I, I, I seen this interview a few years back about uh, Rick Ross. Like some of the trap trap stories he used to tell back, like from his classic albums, because he used to be a prison guard. So he would hear all these stories from when he was, oh, so he was lying. Yes. <laughs> He's just a ghostwriter. <laughs> yes. What? Like he would get all his stories from like inmates that were telling him like their lives. Their I life gotta stories. look this up. Wow. I said, I said, this can't be true. I said, Ross has been through, through, through oh. it all. <laughs> Wait, the he, he used to be, be Now that I can't attest to. I think, I think it's like before he started like really blowing up for real for like oh, the Aston Martin music. That was, that's probably all true. But like anything before that, like okay. the, the Trilla, the Trilla stuff, it's probably. Prison I Ross. am baffled. Rick Ross, I can't believe you. You're cut off. But I, I, I really feel like I respect Drake. Because he definitely tells us, I respect him. I don't know about y'all, but I respect, <laughs> I respect him enough because I feel like he's telling us the truth about his life. Like you know, for a fact that divorce really hurt him. Like yeah, that he gonna rap about in every song is his parents' divorce, and it's just like you ain't go through nothing else for real. And it, he didn't. Niggas was on Degrassi. So it's just like, <laughs> like he's not like lying about like. I'm trying to think of like a song where he's like, yeah, this was hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not really lying about it. He's telling his life. Like, I had money. My parents went through a divorce. And I was on Degrassi. In my opinion, one of his hardest songs and the hardest, one of the hardest beats 
I've ever heard. Lord knows he's talking about looking at his girl's phone when she goes to the bathroom. Like that's, it's, it's, he's talking about his real life. Like, real life shit. Like he's just talking about real life. He look like one of them. He look like one of them, one of them dudes that do that. You don't like Drake, huh? <laughs> you Why are you coming for Drake? Who, me or Chris? Yeah, you. Listen. You don't like Drake? It's a love-hate relationship between oh, Yeah, guys. I was about to say, I feel a little animosity you know in that I just, statement. I ain't like that. Because some, some of my friends, they just be hyping him up like, like he's the he top is. one of all time. But I think that's – isn't that like the topic, the top top five or something? That is one of the questions, yeah. Yeah, he's one of them. He's one of them in my book. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you were stuck on an island, which album – and you can only listen to one album, what would it be? How long are we stuck? Like, yeah, how long are we stuck? Y'all, you're stuck. You just, you just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, That's a hard question. It, right? For me, it's going to have to be that Usher's Confessions album. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So it's just like, it's a lot of. Throwing different- sand at this. <laughs> But it's like a lot of different dynamics when it comes to that album. It's a lot like that I could listen to. If I get tired of listening to main vocals, I could listen to like background vocals. I could listen to like the beat. I can't think of nothing else. Or dang, I can only choose one. Dang it. I speak too fast. Wait, what would the other one be? Now I want to know. My other one, because I'm old, like I'm literally old. I'm listening to um, Anita Baker's The Best Though, like the best of Anita Baker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're That's wild. it. I like Anita. And she's, I will rock tough. it out the whole time. She still, she did a concert the other day. She said, she sounds the exact same as she did like in 19, wow. whatever, whatever decade she was singing in. But she sounds the because exact she's same. She's great. <laughs> she's great. <laughs> Quality, straight up. Anita's good. Okay, what would y'all do if y'all were stuck on an island? What would it's it be? crazy because it's like, I wouldn't call it like my favorite album. I wouldn't call it the best album. It's just an album I know I can always go back to. I used to coach girls basketball and I would listen to this before every game to like calm me down. It's Chris Brown's first album. I don't know what it is about it. (laughs) I don't even like Chris Brown's music like past, I think, I guess exclusive. I I don't, didn't really like Chris Brown's music, but that first album I feel like was was special, so. He did what he had to do. He was doing his thing. I was expecting Kanye. Okay, Will, what you got? Or Lily? Uh, it's in between <laughs> my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or uh, okay. Watch the Throne. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Mine would have to be Mother by Cleo Soul. Ah. Yeah, that album, I don't know. It really just, it feels like it's a piece of me at this moment in my life. Yeah. And like Chris said, I wouldn't say it's the best album ever or like, you know, anything under the sun. But for me, that album just, I don't know, makes me feel safe. <laughs> I like Rose in the Dark by her. Yeah, me too. Rose in the Dark was fire too. Yeah, it's just, ooh. Um, Mine would be Sold Out by Janae. I feel like she's had so many other projects, but ooh, when I tell you, I, I don't even know what I was going through. Not life, because now I know what <laughs> but I felt like I was back then, and I just really, really loved that album. And so, yeah, if I was stuck, that's what it would be. All right, another funny one is if you could go to a concert and the person is either dead or alive, whose concert would you attend? This is so hard. It is, but y'all sound like y'all glanced at these questions. Somebody should have had something. No, I'm just kidding. I love (laughs) to experience and I would I would want to experience an Aretha Franklin concert. Just to see how crazy that because even when she was getting up there in age, she was still crazy. Yeah. So I think that would be my number one. Either her or um Michael Jackson for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see that. I would want to see Whitney Houston in concert, but in her prime season. Wow. Definitely in her prime. So I can just cry the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I think it's so hard because I've been to so many amazing concerts. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to go last. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to say plus one to everything everybody else said already. Okay. But like, I'm thinking like someone else in the same kind of way as y'all, like Luther Vandross and like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that'll be good. Luther Vandross would be good. Like when he was chunky. Um, right. <laughs> it's a certain <laughs> sound. Um, I was thinking, I know I hate to say this. I hate to be the one. But I was thinking of Beyonce. She's alive. But it was just because the mm-hmm. fact that she her perform like her performing like not even her music her sound her songs but just like the performance of it all like I just heard that people that go to the shows it's like an amazing like production so that would be my person and then Michael Jackson like that was like the yeah, first really. like Michael Jackson it's just like he definitely would have gave you a performance you know so for sure I think it would have to be Jimi Hendrix Mm. And I don't know why I'm saying Jimi Hendrix, but I prefer instruments over like beats when I listen to music, especially concerts. And I just know his whole team, or I don't know if they were um, a band. Well, yeah, Jimi Hendrix and the Experience. Sorry, y'all. Love on me. Just hearing them create art together would probably go crazy in person. So, your weird song that you can't play on Ops that's by a black person. Or like, it's not weird to you, but maybe it's weird to others. It has to be by a black person. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's black music, mom. Oh, give me a, um, give me a moment. Yeah, y'all can look at your, your music. I, okay, look at for me, I wouldn't say it's weird because I listen to her often, but I would say that a lot of people don't listen to her unless you like alternative music. But I love me some Willow Smith. And it's been a minute <laughs> since I love, like I really do. And I would play her and like my roommate knows that cause or when I had a roommate, cause I was close, but people wouldn't know that now, but I love Willow. So I like Willow. Yeah. She's the person I wouldn't put on the ox, but that's funny. <laughs> like, she brings out your inner emo black girl. She does. She really does. So I like her. You don't, <laughs> what will you? It was just funny. That that, that comment was just funny. Inner emo black girl. <laughs> I was just scrolling. I all I hear is inner emo black girl. <laughs> was just funny. Who would you guys choose? That's I'm not ashamed for. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm not ashamed to play anything. First of all, Period. so like it could be. <laughs> okay. It could be like non-black. Like Olivia Rodrigo. I'm I'm blasting her. Like oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't care. But there's a time and place for every song. And I feel like people don't give Lil, Lil Bow Wow his respect. Okay. So when I, so when I play <laughs> Lil Bow Wow, I, like, I get weird looks. And it's like, don't fake like 13-year-old Lil Bow Wow wasn't fired. Like, was let's, fired. Let's not lie. He was that guy. So. Non-black. Because that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of, too. Yeah. Non-black. Non-black. Okay, go ahead. Black. Y'all can non-black. It's okay. I'm sorry, black history. I mean, black I history. don't have a non-black. Mine, okay, mine, black, because I don't really listen to a lot of non-black artists, <laughs> but my black would definitely have to be, I am showing my age, only 23, so that period where, like, Jekyll Lattimore, OMG Girls, Mom's Behavior, <laughs> uh, Diggy Simmons, yo, that thing, wow. any, anything from that era, I oh. would never blast but by myself in the car because they were doing what they had to do during that era and they had me in love and stuff but they actually now that I listen to as an adult they actually were doing really good stuff musically that a lot of people say aren't doing so that I wouldn't be embarrassed to play that at 23 and 25 my kids gonna be like mom what do you got going on don't worry about it (laughs) okay I don't know. I'm not like it's definitely Paramore. Not oh. like it's definitely Paramore. Or, I would never uh, be embarrassed to play Paramore. I think a lot Coldplay. of black people love Paramore. So I, or Coldplay. We do. Or Coldplay. I like Coldplay. I like Coldplay. My non-black have... would be Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. I love that song. <laughs> That's a good song. <laughs> but black. Galileo, Galileo. Yeah. 
I don't look it <laughs> up. See, girl, bro, you feel me? <laughs> but I don't. I don't. That's tough. That's a tough question, but I can't because it's like if you get in my car, you're gonna listen to whatever I want to play. That's true too. Yeah, and it's like I feel like all black music is good music. Well, no, I can't say that. I can't say that. Yeah, sorry. That was (laughs) it. It was. was. But like black music, I listen to is good music. So it's like one that I'd be embarrassed. Nothing because I'm about to put you on. Like, Yeah. yeah. I feel like I be putting people on too. It's like they're like, "Oh wait, mm-hmm. you asking for it? Now you should examine it, right?" Okay. <laughs> hey Siri, what's this song? Yeah, right. Okay, wait. I have a song, Maggot Brain. It's an, it's like a rock song. I can't remember the name of the group. Hold on, I'm gonna tell mm. you because. Oh okay. That's not interesting. So yeah, it, does. it is. Like the first time I heard it, I'm like, "Yo, what is this? It's just." <laughs> It's magical almost by Funkadelic. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. The first song, not the album, the literal song Maggot Brain. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy good. What is your comfort song? And like us if y'all need to think, or like what is a song that you go to, you know, just to either pick you up or to comfort you? Nobody by Janae Iko. Okay. Love her. <laughs> um, mine is actually a gospel song. It's it's real thing, uh, by Maverick City Music. Okay. Mine is um, it's called A Moment by Riley. Her name is like Amber Riley, but she goes by Riley now. That or Win by Kurt Franklin, featuring Layla Hathaway and Kim Burrell. Mm, okay. <laughs> Go on, broke out. I- <laughs> uh, I think. Um, my comp like I feel like the pick me up song is closer by Go Appell, but I like love that song. Now that we're speaking of pick me up songs, I don't think nobody is a pick me up song. It's just a song that brings me comfort when I'm sad. <laughs> so yeah, when I'm sad and I need comfort, nobody but a pick me up song would have to be Promises by uh, Cleo Soul. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. She's like that. A lot of people don't know about her. Under- is, girl. Oh my god. I want the world to know about her. <laughs> I, I have like a uh, like a I'm I'm sad. I'm depressed. Playlist. That's like it's that. mostly just like breakup songs, mm-hmm. and that's my go-to promises on that playlist. Um, Monica, before I walk out your life. I don't oh think yeah. That's mm-hmm. on there, and like it could be whatever and. That picks me up. I don't know. Listen to other people's. So it's like, damn, it's not that bad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's crazy. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. My gospel, sorry, because now I'm thinking about it. My gospel, what Will was saying, is like Tasha. It's either Tasha Cobb or Jacqueline Carr. But Jacqueline Carr, you will win. Fire. It's just like, you're going to win. Um, all right. Hard by Fred Hammond would be mine if they were doing gospel. Which one? Clean Heart by Freddie. Yeah. What are your top five <laughs> artists? This is like everybody's like hardest like question to ask. But Can I, I ask a clarification question? Is it like top five? This is who you think are the best or your personal favorites? So like, you know, you know what I mean? I think it's like your personal favorites. But I mean, okay. if you want to add who, who you think is the best, like Drake. <clears throat> um, Can we do both? You can say Drake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can say Drake. <laughs> who, who y'all got? Oh, God. Um, okay. This is Dead or Alive, too, right? Yeah, Dead or Alive. Okay. okay. <laughs> Start with your personal favorites. Okay, personal favorites. And then who do we think is the best? Yeah, who you think is the best. Okay, you- personal I'm going with Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, um, Brandy, <laughs> of course. Um, Earth and Fire, they're like, they're just ridiculous. And I have to throw Jackson Solo on there. He's oh. just, that's Thanks. definitely top five that's favorites. Nice. Top five that I think are the best. Um, Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, Earth and Fire, Brandy, 
Um, I need a male tank. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. The tank one was. It's just like, because what other, okay. I mean, it's not any, he's just like his musicianship, that Sex Wasn't Pain album. Okay. <laughs> Good God. I listened to that today. My personal favorite, Biggie Smalls. Mm. Okay. Lauren Hill. J. Cole. Uh, Janae. I'm sorry. She got to go. We've <laughs> been talking about her the whole time. And um, who do I want to give that to? Drake. Did I say Drake already? Drake. Yeah. I don't think no. So. Well, you know, I don't think okay. she did. I'll say Drake. And then the the ones that I think are like good, just all around. Drake. Corday. <laughs> <laughs> Drake. Corday. I Ooh, like that's a lot of people on Corday, but I love Corday. Kanye. Mm-hmm. Uh, black women, Indie Ari, mm-hmm. and another black woman. I still got Lauren on that. Fact. She can do both. So Lauren dropped one album. I met, was it one? I think it was. Well, one. she dropped one and then like the live version of her. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. And like she's yeah. still getting the tape. Still. Still can show out. Sell out range, like, come on, still be two hours late to that, show. right? <laughs> <laughs> if people will wait the whole time, no, nah, but that's for real. That's a superstar. If like you might be mad, but she's gonna sit there and wait, yeah, exactly. yeah. comes out you're happy again. It's not even right. like you're mad the whole time, <laughs> yeah, because you just know she's that good. She knows she's that good, right? Damn, who so y'all got? Um, okay. So at this moment in time, <laughs> because I can't say that this has always been true for the past, and nor can I say it will be true in the future. Right. Agreed. J. Cole, Kendry. Honestly, Cleo's song has got to go on there for me. Erica Badu. Mm. And I don't know for number five. Like, oh. I want to know so bad. I was sitting here scrolling through my, um, my, music selection and i just genuinely don't know i listen to so much music it's hard for me to pick for me all time great i mm. think jay-z's at the top of my list and then there's a yeah. big gap between everybody else for me Oof. um but then um his wife is up there as well beyonce i think the amount of years she's been it from Destiny shout to now mm-hmm. and then the like the hits are undeniable um yeah michael jackson whitney houston and i don't know stevie wonder oh yeah. i forgot about him That's like yeah. and then like like you said lily like my favorite is like a very you drop a bad album you're off my list like <laughs> um, so it's um what i'm listening to right now heavy um idk i don't know if y'all know him he's from mm-hmm. um he's from the dc area um Baby Keem, I listen to a lot of Baby Keem these days. Listen to a lot of Isaiah Rashad. Um, I don't know. I probably can't think of two more. Okay. K Trinata. K Trinata can do anything, and I listen oh, to whatever he's going to put out. And then um, Tim's. That'll be my last one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All time uh, top five. Uh, Tupac. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you read my mind. This is not in order. <laughs> Tupac, Kanye. Um, Jay Z. I'll go Beyonce, and then I'll go. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Nope, I'll trade out Kendrick Lamar for J Cole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Don't. Yeah. They, go, they, they, can, they can go either way. I you know? put them both in mine, but I think if I had to pick. Kendrick or J. Cole, I'm gonna pick Kendrick. No. As a North Carolinian, I understand the heartbreak that that may cause y'all. But retelling yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is just on a different level. Like, you feel like you're with him on some of Good Kid, Mad City. You don't feel like you're in that minivan with I did. Him. I did. But just because he's from KU, <laughs> I had to put him up there above. Just I understand. The North I'm Carolina. sorry, J. Cole. I love you. But. <laughs> 
then my personal top five, Kanye, of course. Um, I'm going to put Maverick City in there just to be different. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Number three, Brent Fayez. I I do listen to a lot of R&B. Four would definitely be uh, Ty Dolla Sign. And then five Mm -hmm. would be Kendrick. Okay. I have a question. Ty Dolla Sign, Sam, I mean, not samples, features or features. his songs? Uh, okay. It depends on what you're going for, though. If you go to, back to his mixtapes, purely Ty Dolla Mixtapes was fire, but like his newest. Everything else features. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just had to be sure to see which level of Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Yeah. I thought <laughs> the Maverick City wasn't the, the weird, or the different one. It was the Ty Dolla Sign for me. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> each person got their own preference. Uh, Shock! Nobody said Prince, and I know I didn't give y'all any, but y'all forgot about Prince. Prince See, I was yeah, looking at my finals, and he was over there. But like honorable mentions, can we like get honorable mentions, please? Because yeah, I have the honorable there. mentions for y'all. <laughs> and then, like depending on the day, depending on the hour and the weather, my yeah, top five are, yeah. exactly top yeah. five can change. Because like I left out Lettucey, like that's my girl. It's yeah, Joe Scott. Right. Oh, Jill Sky. Yeah. Alicia Keys. How did I forget about her? Alicia Keys. Like, I mean, there's so many people. And that's, you know, that's the reason see. for this episode, really. It's <laughs> just to say that Black music is dope. And we all have different preferences, but it mm-hmm. seems like, I mean, a, a lot of their art, artistry is like respected and stuff like that. So I feel like we could go on and on for real, for real. But yeah i'm glad that you guys have joined i want to thank you for joining um <laughs> tomorrow yeah you, you know you might have a different different person playlist whatever but, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for real and thanks for shouting out all the black artists and non-black on some of this um but <laughs> it's been helpful and i'm really grateful and appreciative of you guys for joining the podcast so thank you no problem. Oh, thank you yeah. for inviting me. Well, thank you. Yeah. X. Gratitude. It says Spotify supports Joe Rogan. And as much as I love <laughs> Spotify, down to the fucking, excuse my American, crossfade thing setting they had. Like, I can allow Jeez. my music to merge into what's up. Uh, but I had to cancel that subscription. And I've just been thugging with Apple Music. Apple, Apple Music needs to step its game I up love sure. Apple Music. I just love I it. Me too. Was, I, I'm running that college my, payment for Apple Music. That's I, my that, yeah. I had it until I forgot my college password. That's why I had it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I said nope. I said, <laughs> I'm when not gonna, forgot password. Yeah. Forgot I, said, nope. I couldn't even. I couldn't remember the email because Campbell's emails are like oh, weird. Yeah, it's not. It's not like just oh William dot at Campbell. Oh, you, had, you had to go to Spotify. Yeah, I had to do something. Sorry for I'm your loss. Yeah. Yes. Extremely sorry for your loss. I have title. Sorry. No. No. I it used is. to. I've used title, trial. but I don't have it. Yeah, that free trial was love. Come on, black owned. I remember when um, which album was it? Beyonce <laughs> dropped Lemonade. Yes. Lemonade. Oh, yeah. I did buy and that. And that one. was it was only on title. Yeah, I bought that, that one. Was she was boys account. Shout out to him. He'd be like, "Here's my login." <laughs> oh my Thank you, sir. But yeah. Thanks, I love Apple Music until everybody. the end of the year, and then Spotify, you get that fire unwrapped, and you get a, a movie and all that stuff. I'm like, come on, Apple, get it together. Apple has that in a sense. It's a little bit. It's they could do they could do better. They need to step it uh, up, but I'm not switching. I'm not switching. But I was at like my um, oh. I was at like a friend's, and I heard like the the transitions on Spotify. I'm like, yo, what is this? And she's like, oh, Spotify does it for you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's the good thing. Like, them transitions is fire. The transitions are fire. It's like they have like a, a technician back there doing that for you. Okay. <laughs> Somebody in my phone. Yeah, literally. I do it though, but, but yeah, y'all like probably found on Apple Music then. I don't. I don't care. I'm trying to drop my. See, like I make my playlist public, but I be too embarrassed because I don't be having time to make them short. So I really just add playlist in. Now that you have a search feature on Apple Music, I just search the person that I want to listen to. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely taking his playlist. I just started listening. Um, wait, I forgot where I was going with that. Never mind. You were saying something along the lines the of... One? Is this the breakup one? <laughs> yeah, it's my, it's my sad one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was probably really good. 
I'm taking all of y'all playlists. Thank you for that. All right, y'all. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Towards the end, it was kind of like, it sounded like a FaceTime call, but we were really just comparing Spotify and Apple Music. And I want to know, what do y'all have? I have Apple Music, as you can hear, but a lot of people love Spotify, um, but not what they stand for. So we just had that conversation and then we started dropping our playlist that we wanted to share with each other. But this was a great conversation and I hope that we are able, not only us as the people on the show, but us as the ones that are listening are able to talk more about black music and the impacts and influences of it. So I'm so glad that you guys are listening. Of course, like always, never judge anyone because you don't know their story. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at never judge a Brook pod, Twitter at Brook pod, and I'll see y'all in the next one.